0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back. It's episode three, series one of Tulip Talks. I had some really good feedback from last week's podcast with Nick Hawking, who was my first guest on the show. Um, I absolutely loved having a chat with him. It felt very natural, very authentic. He made it really easy for me. Um, The conversation flowed really well. I've had lots of positive feedback on him in particular, Um, you know, just saying this guy sounds like a ripping bloke, which he is, Um, people that already know Nick, saying it's exactly what they expected of him. Um, Really good banter, thoroughly enjoyed it, so thanks once again, mate, for making that happen. Um, My guest this week is equally as special, if not maybe a bit more. I probably have to say that. It's my wife, Leah Tulip. I'm looking forward to having this conversation with her. We've not really talked in detail about what we're going to cover. I just said make a few notes during the week um, of anything that you think might be interesting or any comments or questions that you've got for me. Um and on this morning's walk, um when I quizzed her a bit more on it, she just said that I think I'm just gonna rip into you and break you down and then we can build you back up again so the listeners fall in love with you. Um which yeah is a, a classically a response. Anyway, I hope you enjoy it. Um just do remember that whatever you're hearing, we do love each other. I'm sure it's gonna get quite raw. That's just the way we are, it's our relationship, it's why I love her, it's why it works. Um And yeah, it'll be a Friday night fireside chat, so um, enjoy. I'm going to get her in the room now, and um, here we go. Okay, this is a microphone test. We're just going to try and see whether or not what we're saying is picked up clearly.
1: Yes, because there was not enough gain previously.
0: It's all about the gain. Can you just try a little bit more, please, and think about the gain?
1: I can. I can add that you are not going to enjoy this podcast, as I'm going to rip the shit through you. (laughs)
0: Right, well, here I am with Leah. It's Friday night. I'm going to set the scene for you. I'm just about to crack my first beer. Actually, no, it's not my first beer. There we go. The fire is crackling. Leah sat here on the couch with me, which um, if anyone that listened last week will know that's a good combination for me, the couch and my wife. And we're about to... uh kick off and introduce you to Leah. We haven't really scripted this. We've got a few rough notes down. Um, we just did a sound check and Leah basically just said that she's gonna rip the shit into me. So, um, Leah, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thanks, thanks.
0: What have you thought to the podcast so far? You've uh, listened to them both, you, which I appreciate it for.
1: I've given you some feedback. You've done pretty well for a first-timer, and that's not bad. I'll
0: tell you what was funny, when I asked you If you'd listened to my last one, which was me and Nick, you actually um, I asked you on WhatsApp, even though you're in the same home as me, and you messaged saying, yeah, there's some really funny bits. I laughed out loud a couple of times, and I messaged you back to say, oh, what particular parts? And you never answered me. Anyway, on the morning walk this morning, um, it came up for some reason about the podcast and that we were doing it tonight, and I said to Leah, I said, oh, so what were the bits that you really laughed at? And the two examples she gave me where she laughed out loud were both things that Nick said.
1: Yeah, he was funny. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So I was, I was happy because obviously it's a compliment to me that I picked such a good guest. So she's kind of saying that I'm funny, kind of. And she was surprised that Nick.
1: Yeah, that was the other thing as well. It wasn't just. I wasn't surprised that Nick was funny. No, no. If you'd let me finish,
0: funny. you. I'm surprised you were. Uh, you were surprised that Nick ate lollies on a walk, given what shape he's in. Yes. Which is like a double negative for me. It's yes, like not only was the orbit not. The funny bit I remembered, but, oh, yeah, he still eats lollies and he's still trim. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, I think you've got a few notes there, Leah. Do you want to, do you want to kick off and have a, a bit of a rant and see where we go to?
1: Uh, no, I thought we'd just talk and then just see what came up.
0: All right, what do you want to talk about?
1: Anything. What would you like to talk about?
0: Um, I'd like to talk about, um, well, I don't want to get too deep. I don't want to talk about stuff that's going to hurt emotionally and scar us and and ruin our relationship, but I'm happy to get, I'm happy to get open and honest. Okay. I thought firstly, I could talk about a few things about you that really annoy me.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and I think it's been highlighted even more through COVID because obviously we've been spending even more time together. For anyone that doesn't know, me and Leah obviously live together because that's what happens when you get married and we've got two beautiful children together. We work together. We work from home mostly, um, so we're quite used to working together. And living together. Um, But obviously COVID has given us no real opportunities to get out and and do other things. Um,
1: And it's a lot. It's it's a lot.
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, One thing I've noticed even more, I've been really more, I've been even more annoyed about than usual is just the hiding of food. The hiding of snacks because...
1: No, because I'll, I'll explain this. I do the shopping for the household and I am not a huge snacker so when I do feel like a snack it is very frustrating if I've bought myself some shapes or one back packet of chips or some nuts or some chocolate and I think that's what I feel like right now maybe once a week and I go to eat it and it's obviously already been consumed because Paul has seen it and decided that he's going to eat it straight away as soon as he's seen it he needs to eat it. He can't just let it rest there. He can't come back and think about it. He can't decide maybe he's not actually hungry at all. He's seen it. He needs to eat it.
0: But it's animal instinct. It's probably the reason why we're together.
1: It's not, though, because well, if hunting I... Hunting you
0: down, trapped you down like a lion in the in the wilderness, in the Serengeti.
1: But if I cannot eat it and just eat it when I feel like it, you could also do the same. So you, yeah, but there's... you
0: shop with our money, so it's technically our food. But, I don't know why you do so... not... Do you know how disappointing it is when I'm going and I'm not even looking at... You not I'm not talking about hiding in a pantry. I'm talking about hiding in like a shoe cupboard in the pantry anyway. You're going to polish your shoes and you find a caramac.
1: Yes, caramac.
0: Yeah, but yes. caramac's English.
1: Mm. Do you but want to talk about English food? No, is that if, okay. no, because if we're going to talk about buying the snacks with our money, it would mean that a 10%... Of our money is spent on my snacks and 90% is spent on yours because you cannot control yourself. (laughs) So there's food. If anyone comes over and is hungry, you can just look in all the cupboards where you would think that there's not food. In other drawers, inside utensils maybe or cooking appliances, you'll find yourselves some nice treats.
0: No, it's like she doesn't hide any of them in the laundry or around the dishwasher area. What do you mean? That,
1: that couldn't be more true. You Have you been in the laundry? Oh, yes. well, here we go. <laughs>
0: Subject number one. I've been doing a lot of washing recently because that's we've decided that as a unit I'm, I'm probably going to be taking the uh, the brunt of the work in the old laundry department I've, and I'm just forever washing and dry. I'm going
1: to jump in here and just say that we came up with an agreement that we would do... It's, a split of the jobs. And Paul's decision with the washing is not him doing the brunt of the washing or the majority of the washing. It's him collecting the washing that has been put in the laundry baskets, putting it in the machine and hanging it up. And then because he hanging can't it because he can't be bothered folding it and putting it in the shelves of our children's I'm not folding wardrobes, his clothes. You can't fold Which th- I have put labels on no, so wait. that there's long sleeve tops here. There's pants here. It could not be more obvious. So Paul's decided that he can't do that. So I have to do Shouldn't have the to. folding and putting away of washing for three people. Folding so a th- please don't pretend you're doing the brunt of the washing. Folding please. a three month
0: old onesie
1: is it's not hard. You just have to fold it in half.
0: I think I can actually hear Josh trying right
1: yeah,
0: now. Yeah, you can hear a child as well. Um do we just let it go or do no. we Okay. Um Alright we'll hit pause on this because we've got a uh, we've got a child that's probably lost a water bottle down the side of his bed. It's no big deal but we've got to go and see to it, okay? Okay, we're back in the room. Yes. Josh said he had a sore on, so I'll put a bit of cream on. <laughs> um so laundry. So I'm doing basically just recapping, I'm doing most of the laundry. Well,
1: I disagree. Anyway. I thought of a fun thing that I can tell the people about. Okay. <laughs> well, while I was away? No, before okay. I thought about this. Um, so Paul has this habit of saving up jobs for when my... specifically for when my mum drops in. So my mum will drop in with food to see the boys or anything and Paul will have saved up a job or find a job to do while she's here. So he looks like... He's such a helper around the house. <laughs> so I got true. so over it that I just called him out on it. And so now mum knows that if he's doing a job, it's probably a job he should have done earlier. Not a job that actually needs doing.
0: No, but it's good though because it gives an opportunity for me to be in the background. You and, can, you and your mum can bond and have a chat and stuff. And I can just be cleaning the stovetop or the oven or emptying the dishwasher. Yeah. And it was funny actually in the first instance because <laughs> your mum would be like... He's so good, Paul, and i like,
1: oh, what, what do you mean? I'm just... Yeah. So helpful. So yeah. helpful doing stuff around
0: the house. Well, I do do a lot around the house, though. No. I'm not bad. I'm getting
1: better, aren't I? You're getting a bit better. Just a, little, just a bit. Had a bit of a... Occasionally. Had a bit of an issue
0: today, didn't I?
1: Yes. Yeah. Today it took Paul a full hour to hang up one screw hook in the roof outside. A full hour, he broke... At least two drill bits into the roof, so they're in the roof now.
0: Yeah, but that's because I, I hit a stud. If I'd have had a stud finder, it would have gone straight ridiculous. back at me, wouldn't it? I right? should have just done it myself. Leah, you missed that. I said if I had a stud finder, it would have gone straight back at me. I'm
1: glad you repeated it so we could all <laughs> it. People don't need to miss out on the, on the comedy, Leah. It's true. So anyway, I'm... A lot of our friends will know that Paul is not glorious at DIY, he's getting better, but mainly I will do a lot of the assembly, building, fixing things around the house. But I'm yeah, getting better. Yeah, I'm getting better. But having said that,
0: a lot of the if we did ever get people in to do carpentry or plumbing or general handiwork. Then, Professionals. Prof- yeah, then I could ask them to recruit and headhunt somebody and they would be useless. So, so everyone's got a strength, layer. Mine isn't things that are useful 90% of the time. That's right. My value add is what I do um, vocally. Yes. And Facebook. I don't know where I'm going with this.
1: No.
0: Right, what else? You've got a lot of notes there. Come um, on.
1: I'm glad that you... Told the people in the first episode about the hoodie and the fact that you never learned for 34 years, 34, 35 years of your life not to wear, that you never wore a t-shirt under your hoodie, which my girlfriends and I at the time just could not believe. And even now, just thinking about it actually is disgusting. It's not disgusting. It is. Because because I wash
0: stuff all the time. We've just covered that. I'm washing all the time. Never stop washing in this house. The fleece Watching is on your skin. Wash hoodies every day and they stink. One way, yeah. and that's it.
1: The fleece is on your skin. So if you're warm, too warm in your hoodie, and you don't have the option of wearing a t-shirt, you are just sweating. Draining, All right, well, sweat. okay. Here's Oops, another theory for hoodie. you then. All right, well, why don't, you, why
0: don't you wear two pairs of jocks?
1: What? Why would I need two pairs of jocks?
0: Why, well, because then you don't have to wash the outer pants as often. You don't have to wear your second pair. Your first layer of jocks is is bearing the brunt to use that expression again, just like a T-shirt would. No, a
1: T-shirt gives you the option of if you get warm, you can just take your hoodie off. Well, two
0: pairs of jocks would give you the option to say, (laughs) I like this guy, but I'm not going all the way.
1: (laughs) Two pairs of jocks would be like well, I'm not wearing pants today. At least I've got two pairs of jocks on because I can always take one pair off later. Yeah, but and if you That's wear, never a sentence anyone's uttered.
0: If you wear a hoodie without a T-shirt, it's confidence It's like, I know exactly what the weather's going to do today. I know what my temperature's going to be. And but
1: obviously you don't because you <laughs> were so warm that so you didn't warm. know an option that's because was they, to wear a T-shirt That's because it. in
0: that Thai restaurant, they had the heat on and I think because it was early on in our relationship, there was a lot of heat going on at that end of the table.
1: Yes. That when I was, wooing, that I was that must still in the wooing stage when I was wooing you. It went out to make that Um Must have been that. Um, oh, another thing that you do, t-shirt related, or actually that you're better than you're better at it now, but it was also, again, something I don't know how you didn't learn when you were younger. Are you having a go at my mum and dad? Is drying yourself after a shower. <laughs> so, multiple <laughs> times when we first started dating. That's a guy thing, I reckon. No, it's not. Guys know how to dry themselves, Paul. So, you're saying oh you've been with a lot of guys don't that bring, dry themselves? Don't probably? bring them other males don't bring down. Ex
0: relationships, yeah.
1: So, Paul would get out of the shower basically dripping wet, use the towel for less than a minute, and then put his t shirt on, and his whole, the whole back of his t shirt would just be soaking. And yeah. it was disgusting.
0: That's because I, you, that's, that's the same theory I've got, though, is why I don't wash my hands in the bathroom after the toilet.
1: That's a fear of missing out.
0: Exactly, well, it's a fear of missing out. If I get, if I'm spending my time getting dried in the bedroom, then other people can't enjoy me in the main part of the house, you particularly need to when I have guests that. over. If I have you guests over and I'm that. getting dry in the bathroom, and I can hear you going, "Oh, hey, how are you? Um, everything, yeah, now it's good. You have some cheese there. Help yourself. Like you know, like you do when you when people walk in because you're so courteous to them and i'm in the bathroom if i'm wasting time drying myself i'm thinking oh god they're bored shit no one else is thinking. just Leah's there entertaining them whereas they actually want the a card to come out the bathroom and be like way
1: again as hawk mentioned you don't need to worry about that that's not <laughs> something that you need to take with you moving forward probably raise that from your brain and just start caring a bit more about drying yourself washing your hands in the bathroom and not worrying about going to the toilet when other people are around.
0: Washing it, this is a, a bit of a tip though, and I'm just thinking about this on the fly. To save yourself washing the hands in the bathroom, if every time you came out and washed your hands communally, like in the kitchen and everything, and you shared a fun fact with the people that were there, everyone would learn more. So you go, oh, I'm gonna wash my hands after the toilet in the bathroom, and you go, no, I won't do that. And then you come out, and you, you wash it in the kitchen, you say, oh, hey everyone, um, the average puffin is four inches high, and everyone will go, oh, thanks for that, Paul.
1: Nah, probably not something that we'll do in the future, so we'll just leave that one there. All
0: right, okay. Um, I've got a question for you, because I feel like I need to get on the front foot a little bit here, otherwise you're just going to go through them notes and rip me a new arsehole. Yep. Um, if you could break curfew for a night, like right now, Yeah. and it, like, I asked Nick this question last week, you can go and do anything that you want, you can visit anyone that you want, it's fine, it's all play on, COVID's not a thing, so you can hug people, you can touch people. Um, You can do whatever you want. What would you do?
1: I would like my mum and dad to see the boys. Yeah. Especially Seth. I'd actually just like lots of people to see Seth. Because he has spent almost... Well, he's almost six months old, and he's spent the majority of that six months in lockdown, away from people, not getting to feel lots of love... Obviously, love from us and stuff, but that's been my hardest point. So, being with the aunties, mm. my family, my brothers, I would love to see the boys with the people I love.
0: So, as much as having a new baby during this period has been good, because obviously it's like a new toy, it's probably been more equally hard on yes. the other side of not being able to...
1: Yes, it definitely has. Share the new that baby to m- My struggle in the first lockdown was... Not, not, Seth not being surrounded like Josh was. Josh was so surrounded by love and it was beautiful for me to be able to watch other people with him. And that was so special, especially my parents, them being grandparents. um, That was, that was really tricky. This time around without even your parents being able to come over and meet Seth when he was a baby, that was really tricky and just... Him not being surrounded by the love and cuddles mm. and touch. And, yeah, that, that's that been a very tricky part of... Probably the trickiest part for me of this whole COVID yeah. experience.
0: Do you think having kids has made this whole lockdown easier? Because it's like, you know, they're entertaining and they make you laugh. And, you know what I mean? You've got stuff to do all the time because you haven't got a minute to yourself. Or... Do you think it would be really quite easy just to be a couple on your own with no kids or a single person on your own with no no one else in your
1: life? I think in the first lockdown, when it was three or four weeks, whatever the first lockdown was, having no kids would have been amazing um, because, you know, you can for three or four weeks just, you could have just been in that bubble of just having to do what you wanted to, read books, cook amazing meals, just do house things or... You know, really enjoy your alone time as well. Just separate yourselves at home if you got onto each other's nerves. What about then if? But the second lockdown, probably. Let me finish. Ugh. The second <laughs> lockdown <laughs> has been good at having the boys um, and filling our days with fun with them. We've done heaps of walking, lots of fun stuff with Josh. He's very clever and funny, and Seth just this happy little gorgeous bundle of joy and that's made this second lockdown less hard for me um with everything else still the same but i have missed my alone time a lot
0: have you thought at any point during this whole lockdown how lucky and blessed you are to be with somebody like me who's basically like a jester like just somebody who can provide you constant Entertainment and is your to probably paraphrase you, earth, wind and fire, the wind beneath your wings.
1: I haven't I, I haven't had that thought once. No. No.
0: But if you were gonna think about it now, put you on the spot. Could you imagine being with somebody who's called Ian, um, who's an accountant, he's at a Bailey's last Christmas. I mean, but would
1: I be married to someone called Ian who's an accountant and boring? Probably not. So no. I probably wouldn't spend lockdown with him because I wouldn't be in that scenario. Yeah, but So what... I suppose, yeah, having a jester as a husband is a glorious... Well, not a jester. <laughs> no,
0: that was just the first <laughs> instant of an example of what you could say. I mean, or a, um, a larrikin, a legend, or as you call me often, and Joel does too, the Joel,
1: triple threat. Joel does use that terminology The,
0: the triple you. threat. The triple threat was a nickname that was given to me probably... By Paul, by Paul himself. Probably eighteen months ago, no people st- Two years ago, people were starting to call me the triple threat. I even started referring to myself as the triple threat because no one else did,
1: Paul. Just you, no one else.
0: If if my nickname was genuinely the triple threat, what would be the three things that you think would be threatening about me?
1: I I can't even think of one. You, <laughs> your snacks, in you know, your snacks. Threatened you properly threaten other people's food intake so much so that we, i have changed the way that i share food with paul as well i
0: she's gone from sharing food to <laughs> not sharing food that's the way you changed I, it. it. no
1: longer when we used to be allowed to go out to and eat and we would have half i put of, a stop to that when we got married half a brunch together or we would share our mains or whatever at the start, you say fine. half a crunch together? Yes. Oh, at the... we used to do that. Yeah, before. Um, At the start, I would be fine with sharing and it was lovely until I realised just how fast Paul ate and that I was getting maybe 25% of our meal. So now I like to halve the food before and I just put it on my plate so I don't have to eat it, wolf it down like Paul does. Again... Because uh, it's for me as well. All
0: right. Well, seeing as we're talking about food, I'm going to have a go at you for na- for something now. And I want you to stop it. As of tomorrow morning, when you wake up, I want this to stop. Okay. I want you, um, when you're finished with food that is going to be eaten in the future, to stop triple wrapping it, quadruple wrapping it.
1: I would only wrap things twice at a... As a no, it's ridiculous. Maximum. And that's with- only Cheese. Only cheese. No, you do
0: it with shapes what? and snacks and all that stuff the no, savory things. No. i them once
1: that, in a plastic bag. You don't, cheese. You, don't, you I do you
0: put wrap one of those what? clips on it and then you wrap a bag around it and then you put a elastic band around it and then you put it in the box. I and know. I think, oh great, like half a bag of shapes in there, that'll be nice. And then I start it feels like bloody Krypton factor or whatever crystal maze and I'm like, no, I'm not going to bother now. No. It's probably a bag not of bad. probably why I'm in such a good shape.
1: A bag of shapes, I would just put a plastic bag around with a tie on it, maybe, so that it stays fresh, so that when I want to eat those shapes later, if they're not already consumed because you've seen them, then I can, and they'll still taste fresh, as opposed to you opening them on the rare occasion, you'd leave some in the packet, putting them back in the box without even being done up, and then they're disgusting and stale. No one likes stale biscuits.
0: All right. Well, have you got anything?
1: Another else? thing that we do <laughs> separately now, because we've learned, is it's so patronising the
0: way you say because we've learned because I don't even reckon that this will be a thing that I know yes, about. It is okay.
1: Working from home together, I am. I take. I'm happy to eat a nice lunch, so I will. <laughs> I will prepare an actual nice lunch for myself and I don't actually mind if it takes me 15 minutes to prepare my lunch and then enjoy my meal. You can do a lot of things in 15 we minutes. We have since changed to us getting our own lunch separately now because Paul would just happily eat a can of beans out of a tin. <laughs> and, but then that would be his expected lunch for me when it's his turn to do lunch yeah. as opposed to my delicious you know, breakfast for lunch. Energy, isn't it? It's just fuel eggs and bacon and whatever I make or a pita bread pizza or anything that I make that takes effort I now refuse to cook for pool for lunch because I don't want half a can of cold baked beans okay
0: okay yeah right come on next get through your list
1: um have you got anything
0: I've got a few things to ask you. We can do some rapid fire questions if you
1: like. Are they questions you want to ask me only so you can answer them yourself? A little bit. Yep. All right,
0: go. Um, what first attracted you to Paul
1: Tulip? Hmm. <laughs> um, you were funny. You were fat and. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. So I do still love about these myths. Particularly, one of my girlfriends that my girlfriends that Which I one found do you fun, really but funny, about? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that I I'm bringing up all the time with her. It's funny because I did fall in love with you when you were fat and you had no taste in clothes. And sometimes I just I just don't get it. But you were very funny and you did make me laugh a lot. And I was, that was jolly. A big, I was probably, you described why <laughs> jolly, I was jolly like Santa. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was a huge factor. So definitely. That.
0: Yeah. Up until about three months ago, though, I got really fat again, didn't I? Yeah, you did. You <laughs> don't know what ballooned. happened. Absolutely ballooned. I think it was because I got so and unhappy in my marriage. And lazy. Lazy. Got real lazy, didn't I? Yeah. Got gross. real lazy.
1: Don't do that again. No, I won't. Um, That's a real warning.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, how would you feel, honestly, about... If this podcast takes off and I become global superstar, would you worry about being left behind in my
1: slipstream? <laughs> nah, not one nah, bit. Not even. Not that thought hasn't even crossed my mind, and it won't. It won't. It won't. Well, it won't. Ha- you know, you're not. I mean, here, that's yeah. fine. It's fine if you become wonderful, but then people. Will know that I'm behind the scenes. Well, not even behind the scenes, I'm, mm. I'm on, aren't I?
0: Yeah, you are.
1: Maybe people will want more of me. Maybe this is, maybe it will become Leah and Hawk on the podcast. Fuck,
0: <laughs> you imagine that? That would be horrific if my two guests hooked up by popular demand. By popular demand, yeah, okay. Um, it's weekend, it's Friday night. That we can't do anything tomorrow, nothing at all. If, if you could choose, going away tomorrow morning, your bags are packed. You're allowed to go down the beach house, um, down the peninsula with your girlfriends for seven nights, seven days, just you and the girls, no kids. Or, you can go away to Byron Bay with me and the boys, Josh and Seth, but just for two nights.
1: The beach, with the girls. No, no.
0: Let me finish. Byron Bay.
1: The beach. With the girls. Byron Bay with me and Je- Je- Jess. <laughs> <laughs> Taking a different kid.
0: Josh, Josh Josh, and Seth. Me, Josh and Seth. Byron Bay.
1: I do love Byron Bay. But I also love my girlfriends. And for a whole week I love my girlfriends. So I'll take that.
0: You don't want a bit more time to think about
1: no, it? No, I do not need any.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um... What would you tell an 18-year-old version of yourself? How old are you now?
1: I will be 34 next month.
0: Oh, God, I have to bang on about your birthday, don't you? Oh, it's my birthday, I want presents. Oh, I buy the best presents for everyone, to so make sure you get me a most present. It uh, yeah, doesn't matter how expensive
1: nice. it is, I just want something thoughtful. That's constantly what I say. That sounds like exactly what I've repeated my whole life. I do constantly talk to you that way about my birthday. Anyway, is your birthday coming up on the 8th yes. of September?
0: Um, what was the question?
1: My age? Yes.
0: <laughs> <You're>... <laughs> if you could tell an 18 year old version of yourself a little bit of a life, piece of life advice, a little rule, a little hack, a little whatever, a bit of a tip, what would you tell an 18 year old version of yourself?
1: Um, my uni degree was probably a bit of a joke. Or as ch- in. Poor if... tulip studies, was it? As in, it didn't really... It wasn't really what I wanted or needed. I, I did think I wanted it at the time. What was it about? What did you get media? I feel it? like in some industries, yes, I did media. In some industries, uni is unnecessary. In an industry like media, you might be better off, depending on where you want to go, just get trying to get your foot in the door because mm. I did a uni degree and then still had to get my foot in the door. at a very low-end job. This issue? might be controversial,
0: yeah. but in media, do you think it's easier to get your foot in your door if you're a female and good looking? And that's a compliment, you just gotta dig around for it. But do you know what I mean? Sort of muscle your way in,
1: hey? Maybe. I feel like uh, whilst that's a big sexist comment, it might be a true sexist comment. Yeah. Um, because that's the world we live in. I don't know though because I'm sure the major. Oh, I don't know what the percentage of males in higher up positions in media companies would be, but it's probably more than females. But I haven't been in the media industry for very long for a very long time, so I don't know. So you basically
0: just said, don't worry about that degree, do something different.
1: Yeah, just start working. But in some industries, obviously, uni is important. But my degree, not so much. Hmm.
0: Um, maybe I should just ask you some random questions and just go as hard as I can with them and then just see where we get to. Okay. If you had to live anywhere other than where we do right now, and I mean Melbourne, where would you choose to live and why? Um, in Italy. Why wouldn't you go to England where my mum and dad and my whole family are? (laughs)
1: Because I wouldn't choose to live in England.
0: Why would you? (laughs) But you don't know anyone in Italy. There's COVID everywhere there.
1: I know. I'd choose Italy. Imagine. I'd still be getting takeaway pasta. Drinking the house reds in my own beautiful little villa. Yeah, but in England, oh. mum couldn't
0: be cooking you that pasta and we could be having our own. Dad can get the red from the bottom you of the street. You asked
1: me where I would live, not with you. You didn't. See, <laughs> that wasn't a part of the question. So you've basically <laughs> so moved I to Italy, moved moved Italy on your own. moved myself to Italy. Selfish. Alone. Unbelow.
0: Whereabouts Italy. in Italy?
1: Mm, Cinque Terre.
0: Where we went? Yes. What, so I've paved the way for you, showing no, you... The, the... I chose Cinque Terre. No, you did way. not. Joel
1: yes. did. He said it was nice. No, but I also knew of it as a, as a place. Joel's not the only person <laughs> in the world who's been there <laughs> and has knowledge of it. That's weird, though. Anyway, that's it's my a, answer.
0: Where would you live other than where... And, I, and, and then I've just already picked a life without you. Imagine that. Horrific. Um, if there was one thing about your body that you could change, what would it be?
1: My stomach. But... I'm trying to get better at not caring about that stuff. So.
0: Is it. Do I make you feel bad when I get undressed because of the rig I've got and because I'm so ripped and solid and timed that you think, oh my god, how do I keep up with this?
1: Immediately. Immediately when you take your hoodie off and and there's no t shirt underneath and I see your abs, I just think, oh, if only I had abs. Yeah, but then if I had
0: abs, then if I would actually... I've, I've thought about this a lot, and I think a lot of guys have. If I had all that, and that body that was just, you know, oh my God, you know, like a Calvin Klein model, then you'd miss out on a lot. I wouldn't be drinking a glass of red with you right now, would
1: I? I'd be out there doing you crunches. Could have, you could do both, couldn't you, though? You could, could drink that red wine, Where and then I? tomorrow, you could go for a jog or do a bit extra to burn that red wine off. Not you're either fat. Not that you're fat right now, but you were. You well, are not, fat just for the listeners and are Dan drink Dan red do Not trendy.
0: Let's 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 be honest.
1: It's not that you're just fat and drink red wine, or you're a Calvin Klein model and you don't drink red wine. <laughs> Those aren't the two options in life. No, but
0: but you'd rather have someone that was jolly, would you? Banter.
1: Mm,
0: would but you? Who would be would your be? who? Who's your? Actually, I'm asking this for a while. Who's your celebrity crush? Who, who might the listeners know that you could mention that you go, yeah, that's the guy I'd probably have a one-night stand with?
1: Chris Hemsworth.
0: See, this annoys me, because do you know what annoys me about that? I, he's my guy. He was the guy that I said I was going to get running up the hill with me. And do you know what else annoys me about him?
1: That is that is beautiful.
0: No, but everyone <laughs> goes on about these articles. Oh, my God, he's so good. He's donated this money. He's built a school, and he's, he's spending so much time with his family. He's such a good dad. Five, 200 million, I'd be the best dad ever. Would you?
1: But yeah, just buying ice creams, buying... You think ice cream makes you a good dad? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Funny story, actually. My dad actually, I don't know if even, even know if you'll remember this, but... No, I, this
1: uh, is one of my favourite stories about a, a parenting thing that your parents did when you were little.
0: Yeah, so we used to have an ice cream van that came around in England. It wasn't just one for me. There was multiple ice cream vans. Um, but I remember him telling me once that if you can hear the ice cream van playing a tune, it means they've run out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's actually the most perfect lie you could tell a child, or, except when they see other kids lining up in front of the van buying ice creams. Apart from that, if you're on the beach, say, no, in I England, I are I see you it ever, from the ever shade on the beach I was in England? No. So, if you're on the beach in Australia, in Victoria... No,
0: but that's, that's the difference between England and Australia, and there's many, and a lot there of There are, are many. In England, an ice cream van used to actually drive around into your estate where you lived.
1: Yeah.
0: Have we never covered this? Yeah. You do know that, of don't you? Of that. course, that you
1: didn't live by the ocean,
0: so... It's easy to, though, it's an island.
1: Rock beaches.
0: But, um, that's what they... Why don't they do that here? Why don't ice cream vans drive around your street? Then you get to meet the neighbours. Hey, how you doing? How's Timmy? Oh, he's alright. He's having a 99 with a flake. Do you know what that is?
1: (laughs) 99 cent coat.
0: I don't know if it was called 99 because of the... It might be called (laughs) 99...
1: Actually, it could have been
0: called 99 because it was 99p.
1: Yeah, 99 pence.
0: Oh my God. I thought it was called 99 because of the shape of it.
1: It looked like a nine and a nine.
0: No, it didn't look anything like a nine and a nine. Oh, my God. I just thought the <laughs> ice cream around. the guy was shit at doing the nines. I don't know. I don't know. Oh,
1: my wow. gosh. England.
0: What do you like about England, Leah? Leah apart from that, I'm there. I'm, I'm, I'm from there. You do All love right. England, so don't give it too much I shit.
1: liked uh, several parts of England when we went.
0: Didn't love the daylight, did you?
1: I thoroughly loved the daylight, <laughs> I didn't love that it was it would be night time at three o'clock in the afternoon. I struggled with that when the sun had only just come up at ten AM.
0: That's because you went in winter. If you went in summer, summer solstice, whatever you call it. Yeah. It'd be it'd be light at ten o'clock at night. People would be out barbecuing and eating yeah, and anything. you
1: know that English people are well known for their good barbecues, so I did miss out on that by not going in there i used to think
0: i was the barbecue king before i came out to australia and i was like it's just a different level of barbecue over here because just forget about the meat and the grill it's what you guys do with the salad i've always been so impressed with what you do with the salads and the extra bits where in england you literally just throw frozen bean frozen burgers and potato waffles on there pizzas anything and an iceberg lettuce iceberg lettuce Whereas over here, you've got quinoa, you've got your um, pomegranates, you've got your sweet potato, your feta, your nuts. Got it all. Options. Um, what else do you like about England?
1: Uh, would well, you like live to in England? Pubs. No, I would not. I like to live in pubs. On. You know that. You know that's a real fact about me. No, I would not live in England. All
0: right, well, let me finish. If if, you couldn't, if, if, if it meant we'd die within 12 months of living in Australia <laughs> and the only way to survive was to move to England, <laughs> would well, you move to England? <laughs>
1: I guess I wouldn't have much of a choice. No, don't
0: say it like that. Say yes, I'd move to England because I can edit this.
1: I would move to England if I was going to die in twelve months and had no other choice. Be nice, pubs.
0: Pubs are great. Yep. Done a lot of my good work in the pubs in the UK. Like an English pub. Yep. Low ceilings. Everyone feels a bit taller over there. Yep. Beams are low.
1: Cozy. Cozy. Little pubs are cozy.
0: Christmas is better in England. Fact.
1: (laughs) I also see would disagree with
0: that, that. Nah, you're talking shit now, Leah. I'm sorry, but England Christmases are way better. You've got the Pogues fairy tale in New York on repeat. Ed Sheeran's on repeat. Mariah Carey's on repeat. R- roaring log fires in every pub, every street corner. There's fires, everything burning down. London Bridge is falling down, no. burning everywhere. You there's are tr-
1: slammed. You are slammed and overloaded with Christmas. With the Christmas in the well, UK, it's not
0: Christmas in Australia, is it? Because it's 38 degrees. It's beautiful. You're having barbecues the yeah. barbecues
1: we just discussed yeah with all great. that delicious food yeah but it's just not food.
0: the same it's not the same Amazing. santa never never yeah santa santa's got a pair of budgie smugglers on on the beach no, in bondi oh, oh i'm mean, having christmas
1: in bondi wearing our speedos fine off that's not that's not even close to what christmas in australia is christmas in australia just doesn't overload every single one of your senses and you can actually enjoy it
0: mm. what's the best present i've ever bought you so many, probably hard so to go through. So many hard to go through. My
1: fixie bike was probably the best thing ever. That
0: was for your birthday, but okay.
1: Yeah. But you didn't say Christmas. You just said present. So I don't know, why, were you referring to Christmas presents? We were just talking about Christmas. So what? You are good at just throwing out questions you want to answer yourself. All right. So what's the no, best right. present I ever bought you, Paul? Um,
0: I think the best... Oh, there's been so many... I think the book of How to Love Someone was a really powerful gift you gave me. I don't think that was from me. Um, what was that thing you... Oh, the iPod with all the songs you on that do. I love. Yes. She got me an iPod and it had all these pre-recorded
1: songs on. Of because Paul's still owns CDs, so I needed... I needed <laughs> to make him step up and embrace technology... So I ripped all the CDs onto a computer and bought him an iPod to put all his music on so he could also throw out all What was the first CDs. CD you ever owned? Uh, I want to say Spice Girls. But I you could actually be got wrong. Say, well, don't say it if it's not the truth. I could be wrong, but I would assume or oh, actually maybe Killing Hardy before Spice Girls. Oh yeah, I did love Killing Hardy. I do still love Killing Hardy. I went and saw them last year.
0: Because of me? Because I bought you tickets and arranged for your girlfriends to go with you?
1: Yeah, that's it. Because I go. did say I would have loved to see them, and then you listened and actually followed through. Yeah. It was great.
0: What did you say? What was my first CD?
1: Yeah. I already know what it is, but go. No, you Tell don't. Tell other people. No, Little Gangster?
0: Yeah, kind of. Ina Mosey, yeah. 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 Is it called the Little Gangster? Yeah. No, here comes comes the odd stepper. Word up, I'm a lyrical. Oh, yeah, it is. Lyrical gangster. I don't know what
1: the actual name is. It's one of those. Hot stepper, lyrical gangster, one of them.
0: Okay. Um, If you could do anything for a job, what would it be?
1: Hmm. I would like to be on the radio, but I feel like. That's my dream. But I feel like I'd get over that because I probably. I don't think I want to have any level of fame. Well, you wouldn't be. You'd be. Shiz. Oh, actually, I want to be. I want to be a writer. That's my dream. I want to write books.
0: You do like reading books, don't you? I love reading books. I, I love I really reading books. To love I'm a complete bookworm. Love books. I do want to write? Love book. my books. Remember that book that I've been trying to read for two and a half years? Yeah. Take it down the beach. You take it takes everywhere yeah, I go. every go. Years. You. I reckon I genuinely have read seventeen books in my life.
1: I don't think it would be that high.
0: Okay. Mm. Um, what would your book what would you write about if you were an author is it called author yes Yeah. what would you write about
1: uh, I have several ideas so hopefully one day I'll prioritise that and just do them I'm well if I if this
0: podcasting takes off and I become what I've always destined to be then off the back of that you can start one of those little Side hustles that you've been talking about. I and, do often refer to having a yes, side hustle. Hang off my coattails, couldn't you? Cool. Do you believe in aliens?
1: Um, I'm not entirely sure what I believe in relation to aliens. Yes or no? Well, I feel like this universe is too massive for it to just be Earth and humans. So I'm going to say yes, but I don't know what I believe aliens are. Okay. I believe just maybe in another life force somewhere else. Do
0: you believe in destiny?
1: Um, yeah.
0: Like I fate? Suppose. Like what will be will be?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Do you believe in manifestation? Yes, I
1: do actually believe oh, in Like Albie. <laughs> I'm so good at manifesting stuff in Albie. If anyone wants anything, just let me know. I'll get it sorted. You are pretty good at that. <laughs>
0: Remember that way that you said you wanted... What was that one that you said? That amazing one. There was one that was just ridiculous and you was like, oh, I think I'd really like this and then it appeared... Very, I did it my the girlfriend the other day, yeah. Yeah.
1: She got, um, yeah. Do you believe
0: in ghosts? No. Why?
1: Because I don't believe they're real. Okay. That's how I don't believe in them.
0: What if you saw a ghost and it was like,
1: oh, I'm a ghost, I'm definitely a ghost? Yes, that would change my mind. <laughs> Same <laughs> as if I saw God or Jesus, then maybe that would change my mind as believing in them as well. Okay.
0: Do... You... Do you like the idea of not dying and it being over and then coming back to something else?
1: Reincarnation.
0: Call it what? Is there a term
1: for it? I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> I'm just so
0: thoughtful. I I but again,
1: I don't think I believe in reincarnation. I think you have a life and then it's over. But
0: what if somebody came, What if somebody you've met tomorrow on a walk said, I've been here before and they proved it to you. Fact and they said I've definitely been here before. I was another person, and it was actual fact that they'd been a person in another life. Would you then believe? How
1: would they prove it to me? What What would they be able to do that would prove that they hadn't just done some research on a previous person in a previous life?
0: Oh, she's good. <laughs> she's good. Um, if you could have one superpower, what would it be?
1: To fly why because I would love to be able to fly oh actually to apparate like in Harry Potter I would love to be able to apparate then I don't even need to fly I can literally just think of another place but then you wouldn't have the actual
0: feeling of flying the soaring feeling of just you know know,
1: and I wouldn't have that time wasting I'd love to be able to fly but to apparate means that I could just move so quickly I could get so much done and I could experience so much you wouldn't
0: go to England would you nope Go to the beach house with your girlfriends.
1: Yeah, Just would. away from me. Yep. Okay.
0: Um, if, oh, here's a real hard-hitting question now. If you could guarantee that we'd have a girl for our next baby,
1: would you have it? Maybe. No, maybe. it's yes or no. It's not yes or no, it's a maybe. That's my answer, It's maybe.
0: <laughs> All right, what about no more babies... Or twin girls? No. Really?
1: <laughs> I don't want twin girls. No, no, no. you want a girl. <laughs> I would love a daughter, but I don't want twin girls, and I don't want four babies. It's the idea of even having three babies, for me, is All right, then, what enough. about
0: guaranteeing a girl, but there's also a boy as well, so it's a girl and a boy no, twins. No,
1: I don't want four kids. Oh, I love yeah. having two kids. I could handle three, I think, but... I don't... Alright, so what about kids.
0: having twin girls? No. You definitely get your girl. Like no, what? Listen, let me finish. But one of them gets orphaned off. No. Abortioned <laughs> off. What's it called? No. No, what's it called? Adopted. Adopted? Yeah. So you have twin girls, and
1: one of them goes to a happy family. Oh, so family. you just decide when I go through labour, through all the fucking pain of labour, Oh, really, and, really Oh, it's just pain. like W2. Paul, everyone's heard you say it. Please be quiet. And then... The two girls come out, and you just think, oh, which one will go up for adoption? I'll keep you and not you. Won't well, matter because they're twins. Off you go. Same, doesn't matter. Exactly the same, no thanks. Okay. Also, I don't want to be pregnant with twins, that would be really hard work. Tell me about Especially it. Especially when I don't want four kids.
0: We've all carried an extra 15 kilos around.
1: Twins would be definitely more than 15 kilos overweight. Paul. No, they wouldn't. Okay. They were like three kilos each. <laughs> You've got so much knowledge around pregnancy, don't you? But they do, though. So it's six kilos yeah, maximum. 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 Um, anything else you want to cover? Um, I'd like to give the listeners two examples of times when your stupidity has blown my mind. Okay. So on one occasion, we were driving home from my mum and dad's house. Pre-COVID? pre-COVID, pre-second baby. So I don't even know, was, I don't, I'm unsure if Josh was with us. He might have been in the backseat. But uh, Mum had made some soup and I had it in a saucepan with the lid on and probably with an elastic band around the lid or whatever. But I had it balancing on my lap. And we were picking up some wood in the back streets of Altham and Altham is a very windy, hill, hilly suburb. And I kept...
0: He who gathers around own wood is burnt, uh, warm twice. Sorry, I fucked that up.
1: And I kept the soup in the saucepan on my lap, but I was holding it. And Paul said, why don't you just put it on the floor of the car? That will keep it flat. Like he didn't really understand the gradient of the hill and the soup spilling out. And he just thought the soup was... (laughs) stay flat because the car of the the floor of the car stayed I stand by flat. that the car's flat it doesn't move does it so the, the floor is... of the car remained flat I stand by and that. he thought that the soup would also remain flat not yep. just the sauceman the soup inside that. the sauceman because he doesn't understand how gravity works on it it's not gravity it's maths it's gravity on the hill okay and the other example is we recently had to move our home office into our end bedroom and um, put a spare bed in there and I found a day bed that I wanted and managed to find it on Marketplace, got it for so much cheaper, assembled the whole thing and it's a, it's a day bed that turns into a queen bed. So you pull out the bottom part and it becomes a queen bed. It's fantastic and beautiful. So I assembled the whole thing, all the slats and everything, Paul came in at the last minute and I and we were pushing it up against the wall and it just didn't fit under the eave of our window in the office. Windowsill, I think it's called. Windowsill, yeah. yep. It did not fit under the eave of the windowsill in the office. And Paul turned to me, gripped the windowsill, and said, Do you wanna just help me lift this up so we can slide the bed under? And- <laughs> And I said, What? You mean the whole house? <laughs> <laughs> it was so ridiculously funny. I genuinely funny, meant it though. But he did I actually mean that. it. He did not understand the logic behind Leah, together lifting, we can do anything. We can move boundaries. We can lift the window. You're Attach attached to the wall, oh, attached oh, to the I know, floor. I know, and I, know, I know, I know.
0: I'll give you that one. It was a really, really. Stuck.
1: It was a dark day. It was ridiculous and very, very amusing. I have also one other tip for listeners whose partners might do this. Paul have has... Have sex for too long? The most Just annoying finish. habit of not Having... being able to change a toilet roll. Oh, and this is... This is something... This, why, this is actually sure. one of my yeah. pet hates that has followed me around my whole life. Why do they call them pet hates? I'm not sure. Because I love my pet. Um... Um, he cannot change a toilet roll or he'll leave two squares on there and... Yeah, that's, that's a professional. And it's pathetic. And also, two squares
0: but, means you haven't used all of it so you can wipe your lettuce with that one and then you have to change it.
1: Also, our toilet rolls couldn't be easier to change. There's not even a contraption. You say that like we've it's got special hard... toilet rolls. No. Oh, you and mean it's... the holder? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. You it literally just slide it off and slide a new one on. It's not hard at all anyway. So for for... The fact that this frustrates me so much, I've had to get a bit creative so that it doesn't drive me crazy. So I've, I have for the past seven years been finding great hiding spots. Seven, yeah, seven feels eight. longer. Yeah, it does. Fit, been finding great hiding spots, or just <laughs> annoying places that you can flatten and put a toilet roll. Yeah, so with my shoes. a lot of them go, yeah. In in his wallet the other day was a good creative <laughs> one I came up with. <laughs> I also <laughs> put them down the sleeves of his jackets in the in the wardrobe and sometimes in his socks. There's just there's on a the lot of like I, I do like them putting yeah. him in his bed and one time he was like what's this doing in? I was like well I thought if you wanted to keep it so bad I didn't want it on the toilet roll but you could keep it in your bed. So that's something a fun game we can play when yeah. it could it takes less than 3 seconds to change a toilet roll in your house. All right. And it's a frustrating thing.
0: Apart from being funny, what what a, just give the listeners a sneak peek into some of the sort of incredible, heroic, ferocious things that I do, just to sort of get to the end of it.
1: Um. Because you must love me, otherwise you'd yeah, leave work, me. You're, you're a great recruiter. No, I don't talk about work. But that's a good thing. don't know. Yeah, I admire. No, they want to hear about like the, the recruiting. It, He's, guy is a good, he's good at recruiting everyone. He's good at selling the dream. Yes, I am good at selling the dream and yeah. I sold it
0: to you didn't I? Hook. You did blind. That was and before singing.
1: I could see through it all.
0: Do you reckon <laughs> if you knew exactly who I am now and what I am now, do you reckon you'd have gone, yep, yeah, I'm I'm in for that?
1: Mm, there are days when the answer to that question would be no.
0: But 364 days of the year yes I, we. I don't up. know if oh, 364
1: baby. is the statistic we would use for that
0: but do you know what though in all seriousness you're never, you're never going to like somebody the whole time no way And
1: I I agree no way. <laughs> way.
0: <laughs> I like you I, agree. I like you more days than I hate you yeah, some days I, I want to actually, actually punch you oh. so hard in the face I know I often want to
1: just break your nose in a nice way. Like I'd laugh while I did it and it would make me feel heaps better. And then
0: you'd mock me up and go, oh, you're
1: so cute and manly.
0: I love you. Uh, yeah.
1: yep. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's true. There's more days I love you than hate you. So I think that's when we're winning at marriage.
0: Well, I love you, Leah.
1: Thanks, buddy. <laughs> 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 I love you too. <laughs> Don't say it so forced. I love um, you because of you is that
0: a thing? I heard that I
1: don't know I love
0: you because of you
1: I don't know, that sounds don't know, despite wrong despite you,
0: I don't know I like you
1: yeah, I think I like you too as a human most of the time alright,
0: well we're going to wrap this up now yeah and um, it's Friday night so it's um, it's romance night so why don't we agree that we'll put Netflix on, and we will argue for a good 35 45 minutes about what we're going to watch. Yep, Not and then watch. I'll
1: just go to bed. Yep, and you can feed, you can do the dream feed for Seth, and I'll see you in the morning. Yep, I'll
0: watch a Yellowstone. Yep, because that's what I've been trying to get on at the moment. We've been struggling
1: for shows, guys. Yeah, it's been pretty. Billions, hard. Yellowstone. We started the following, Paul didn't like it, we started dark, it's hard to follow. Hasn't been a great time. you think that with all the TV series around, we'd be able to find something, but no. You
0: could watch The Apprentice, series two.
1: I have seen it. I have seen The Apprentice.
0: Mm. Anyway, thanks for... I'm not going to actually say thanks for listening because I'm going to do a separate wrap-up after this. Okay. Because that's what people like now. Cool. Leah, do you have anything to say to thank the listeners and say thanks for Paul's podcast? Thanks for um, being you. Buddy. Oh,
1: this podcast is sponsored by Yorkshire Bridge, so you've got a special sponsorship for this. <laughs> <as> well, oh yeah. <laughs> because I've okayed it.
0: Excellent. Thanks, Leah. <laughs> no worries. You're all right. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Well guys, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. That was episode three of Tulip Talks series one. With my special and wonderful guest, Leah Tulip, I thank you so much for being just who you are. Not just then, but all the time. I wouldn't have it any other way. It's what makes us work, isn't it? Just uh, being open and honest with each other and plenty of piss takes, plenty of laughs. I hope you guys really enjoyed that one. Um, next week, we're going to have maybe even two special guests. I'm just working out the finer details. If you've got any questions for me or in general, then just send that to my email address, which is paultulip at yahoo.com. Always happy to answer any questions my listeners have. I hope that managed to kill some time. If you're in lockdown at the moment, hopefully it relieved a little bit of boredom for you. If you're not in lockdown, wherever you are in the world, stay safe anyway, and hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks again to Yorkshire Bridge for the sponsorship. I don't know what that means, but anyway, I'm going to put our plug in there for the business. Love you guys. See you next week.